This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WNBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide-open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yay, yes, they're coming down. Mack said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that would be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, age 34, of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete during a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. 
As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. U.S. Representative George Santos's campaign committee has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant who declined the job said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. So, how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing well. well. Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, um,. Uh... I just haven't been feeling like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation 
at BeThereForVeterans.com. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees outside, some light snow in the area. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, chance of snow 30%. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. 614, you're listening to WMBF. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Six seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bey scored 25 points on the Detroit Pistons, won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130-122. Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team playing the second night of a back-to-back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018, ending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 points for the Nets, his fifth straight game with 30 or more points. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the New York Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, 7 assists, and a game-ending blocked shot for New York, 
which has won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and five rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum, who was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season prior to tip-off, finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. Now the Knicks and Nets actually play each other tomorrow at 5:30. The Nets 29 and 19 so far this year. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks 27 and 23. Some hockey action. Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3 to 2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his point streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists, and Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg, and Connor Heliobuck made 33 saves. Some Rangers news. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal Thursday for the 28-year-old who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. Harper has skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and, and have allowed the third fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in 174 career NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news, the New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring Thursday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021 with Rodgers at the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. And for the Buffalo Bills, a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity because the Bills have not announced the move. ESPN.com first reported the firing. Salgado just completed his sixth season with the Buffalo Bills and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills' season ended Sunday with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Bob Baffert can once again enter horses at New York's major tracks. The Hall of Fame trainer's one-year ban by the New York Racing Association has ended, allowing him to enter horses as soon as Thursday. Baffert was suspended in June for repeated medication violations, although none of them occurred in New York. He was barred from Aqueduct, Belmont, and Saratoga racetracks. Baffert typically doesn't run horses this time of year in New York. He targets the biggest stakes races at Belmont in the spring and Saratoga in the summer. And some other sports news. All-star voting has been completed. LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo named the captains of the team. Kevin Durant had a chance to be named captain, but that right knee sprained ligament kept him out of the voting long enough to let Giannis Antetokounmpo become the Eastern Conference champion. He will captain the Eastern Conference team, while LeBron James will captain the Western Conference team. Of course, it doesn't matter. They're going to be selecting players at random. 
622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street now stocks rose on a better than expected report on the economy. The Dow closed up 206 points. The Nasdaq added 199 points for the day and the S&P rose 44. The economy expanded at a 2.9% annual pace from October through December of last year, despite the pressure of rising interest rates and widespread fears of a looming recession. The gross domestic product, the broadest indicator of economic output, slowed slightly from the 3.2% growth rate in the third quarter of 2022, but it was better than what many economists had predicted. Earnings season rolls on Intel among the companies that reported after the bell, its fourth quarter numbers falling short of analyst expectations. Fewer Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week. The Labor Department says first-time claims fell by 6,000 to 186,000 last week. Daria Albinger, ABC News. This is Lee. Um, it feels like you're frozen, petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. You're watching. News Radio 1290-WMBF. 625 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Back pain. It's one of the most common chronic issues people complain about as they get older. But it does not have to be that way. You can be proactive and stop back pain before it starts. First things first, you're less likely to have issues with your back if you move more. Just doing little things like taking the stairs, parking at the far end of the parking lot, and getting up to fill a water bottle more often can make a big difference. CNN contributor Dana Santis, who is a strength and conditioning specialist, says when we always use our dominant side to carry bags, to open doors, to hold a leash, to walk the dog, we create patterns of weakness and tension that increase pain and the likelihood of injury. And that's especially true in our backs. So the advice here is to switch it up. Dana also recommends not always sitting on the same side of the couch every night. Why? Because you just want to balance things out. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta helping you live a better life. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Six thirty on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I eighty one in New Milford Borough, State Route twenty nine in Franklin Township, one thousand nine in Thompson Township, ten thirteen in Lanesboro Borough, twenty forty six in Herrick Township, twenty fifty three in Bridgewater Township, and three thousand one in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like patching and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow out there. Windchill has it at 17 degrees. Today scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy, a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. 631, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. New to watch this weekend, Jonah Hill wants to be a part of Eddie Murphy's family in You People. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. The comedy out today on Netflix also stars Lauren London and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, directed by Kenyon Barris. Another rom-com with some big names is Maybe I Do. Where the hell's the ring? Yeah. Richard Gere, Diane Keaton, Susan Sarandon, Emma Roberts, and more in the film about love and commitment. That's in limited release. And two horror movies opening wide in theaters, Infinity Pool and Fear, though neither is expected to light up the box office. New today on streaming, a comedy about grief. I have resting dead wife face. Shrinking stars Jason Segel as a psychiatrist trying to rebound after tragedy. Telling me it's the perfect genre for something so heavy. Those are the kinds of weighty issues that should be explored through comedy. Harrison Ford and Jessica Williams also star Shrinking is out today on Apple TV+. And actor and comedian Patton Oswalt is 54 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Does your... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WMBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide-open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. 
Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yay, yes, they're coming down. Mack said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that would be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, age 34, of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete. During a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City, Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. 
U.S. Representative George Santos's campaign committee to- has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant, who declined the job, said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. I never. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 643 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. One story I came across today, a University of Michigan student is one of the world's foremost speed cubers, a person capable of quickly solving a Rubik's Cube, it's also accomplished violinist. Stanley Chapel says the two fields go hand in hand, and the violin is aided in his speed cubing success. A 21-year-old is the world champion in two categories of blindfolded speed cubing. Factoring in the time that it takes him to review the cube before placing the blindfold over his eyes, Chapel can solve one in around 17 seconds. The junior majoring in violin performance intends to defend his titles later this year in South Korea. Now, the reason that was interesting to me is because Well, I knew pretty much this exact kid when I was in high school, and it was awesome. You know, when you have the kid who brings the Rubik's Cube to school, 
You think, okay, like he's kind of a, an introvert, I guess. Instead of hanging around, he kind of just wants to work on the cube. But that was not the case at all. And he also played violin, coincidentally. Um, but this kid, every single time after school, people would gather in the cafeteria for days at a time. And he would just sit there solving Rubik's Cubes. And we'd all pass the cube around the cafeteria. We'd mess it up a little bit, try to throw him off. And every time he could solve it in like 20 seconds, 30 seconds. It was incredible. One of the most incredible things I've ever seen. It just did not matter how many times we passed the cube around. This kid would solve it in 30 seconds. Easily. Easily. He was the star of the after-school Chaminade High School scene. Had football players, lacrosse players, other athletes just gathering around, waiting for him to use a Rubik's Cube until the late buses came. It was fantastic. So this is impressive that this kid is 21 years old and is the world champion already in blindfolded speed cubing. Not even just regular, blindfolded. He's got to look around, find the whole thing, and then just remember it while he's solving it. That's crazy. 645, you're listening to WMBF. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Join the It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Six forty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like patching and side dozing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow out there. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. 
Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40, 20% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Join the thing is, I would never give blood before. You know, I, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way I did or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Six fifty one on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Microsoft plans to lay off thousands of workers this year, all while the company invests more than ten billion dollars into Chat GPT. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Safe. Get a free indoor security camera plus twenty percent off with interactive monitoring at simplysafekim.com. If you've used ChatGPT, you know what it does. The AI chatbot writes letters, debugs code, answers any question you might have, and more. It's incredible. Once it improves, more tasks will be thrown its way. Just like cars ran down the horse and buggy in the early 20th century, AI well-displaced workers everywhere. Top industries at risk? Publishing, graphic design, and software programming. It sounds scary. But people are always adapt to new tech. I mean, think about this. When the horse and buggy vanished, we had truck drivers and cabbies. There's a lot of room for AI to improve, and with it comes new opportunities. Microsoft may lay off to invest in ChatGPT, but a human will always be needed to monitor the AI. You can learn more about ChatGPT at my website. That's commando.com. Are you prepared for the unexpected? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing thousands. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? You can be with a plan through CarShield. When I needed a repair on an older vehicle, CarShield saved me over $4,000. With CarShield, I don't have to worry about what might happen to my car next. After all, your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are an essential part of our lives. That's why CarShield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. Call now to save 20%, so you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call CarShield today at 800-858-2550 to save 20%, or visit carshield.com slash Kim. That's 800-858-2550, or visit carshield.com slash Kim to save 20%. Democrat. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bey scored 25 points in the Detroit Pistons, won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130-122. 
Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team playing the second night of a back-to-back -to, -back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018, extending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 points for the Nets' his fifth straight game with 30 or more. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the New York Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, seven assists, and a game-ending blocked shot for New York, which has won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and five rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season. Prior to tip-off, he finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. And the Knicks and Nets play each other this weekend, Saturday at 5.30. Brooklyn hosts the New York Knicks after Kyrie Irving scored 40 points in Brooklyn. And Saturday's meeting will be the second of the season between the two teams. Brooklyn is 5-4 against the Atlantic Division, New York 3-6. Some hockey action, Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his points streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists, and Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg, and Connor Heliobuck made 33 saves. Some Rangers news. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal yesterday for the 28-year-old who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. Harper skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and, and have allowed the third-fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in 174 career NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news. The New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring Thursday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers' offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021, with Rodgers as the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. And a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the Bills haven't announced the move. ESPN.com first reported the firing. Salgado just completed his sixth season with Buffalo and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills' season ended Sunday with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
closing out hour number one of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now. ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WMBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide-open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yeah, yes, they're coming down. Mack said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that would be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, age 34, of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete during a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. 
As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. U.S. Representative George Santos's campaign committee has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant, who declined the job, said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy. But the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, Ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. News Radio 
712 on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow in the area. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, chance of snow 30%. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 40, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. 714, you're listening to WMBF. Uncle. Seven seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bay scored 25 points and the Detroit Pistons won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130-122. Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team, playing the second night of a back-to-back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018 ending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 points for the Nets, his fifth straight with 30 or more points in a game. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the New York Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, seven assists, and a game-ending block shot for New York, which had won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and 5 rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum, who was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season prior to tip-off, finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. The Knicks and Nets play each other this weekend, Saturday at 5.30. Brooklyn hosts the New York Knicks after Kyrie Irving's 40-point game in the Brooklyn Nets 130-122 loss. Saturday's meeting will be the second of the season between the two teams. Brooklyn is 5-4 against the Atlantic Division and New York 3-6 against division opponents. Some hockey news. Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his point streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists. And Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg. And Connor Hellebuck made 33 saves. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal Thursday for the 28-year-old 
who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. Harper skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and, and have allowed the third fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in his 174 career NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news. The New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring Thursday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as the head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers' offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021 with Rodgers as the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. And a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the, condition, uh, to the AP on the condition of anonymity because the Bills hadn't announced the move. ESPN.com first reported the firing. Salgado just completed his sixth season with Buffalo and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills' season ended Sunday with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Bob Baffert can once again enter horses at New York's major tracks. The Hall of Fame trainer's one-year ban by the New York Racing Association has ended, allowing him to enter horses as soon as this week. Baffert was suspended in June for repeated medication violations, although none of them occurred in New York. He was barred from Aqueduct, Belmont, and Saratoga racetracks. Baffert doesn't typically run horses this time of year in New York. He targets the biggest stakes races at Belmont in the spring and Saratoga in the summer. And LeBron James is closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA career scoring record, and now he's caught Abdul-Jabbar on another page of the All-Star record book. James, announced, James was announced Thursday as an NBA All-Star for the 19th time, and the Los Angeles Lakers star tying Abdul-Jabbar for the most selections in league history. James was the leading overall vote-getter and will be the captain of one of the teams for the February 19th All-Star Game in Salt Lake City. Eastern Conference voting leader Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks will captain the other side. Kevin Durant just nearly missing out on being a captain this year. A late injury. Hurt his voting chances. Now may hurt his ability to even participate in the game. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now stocks rose on a better-than-expected report on the economy. The Dow closed up 206 points, the Nasdaq added 199 points for the day, and the S&P rose 44. The economy expanded at a 2.9% annual pace from October through December of last year, despite the pressure of rising interest rates and widespread fears of a looming recession. The gross domestic product, the broadest indicator of economic output, slowed slightly from the 3.2% growth rate in the third quarter of 2022, but it was better than what many economists had predicted. Earnings season rolls on Intel among the companies that reported after the bell, its fourth quarter numbers falling short of analyst expectations. Fewer Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week. The Labor Department says first-time claims fell by 6,000 to 186,000 last week. Daria Albinger, ABC News. 
We Seven twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. ABC News has obtained a copy of a letter the National Archives has sent to the offices of former presidents asking them to review documents for any classified material that wasn't properly turned over. Representatives of former presidents George W. Bush and Barack Obama say they don't have any. The president in Virginia promising union workers he won't let Republicans cut social programs and investments they've passed in order to raise the debt ceiling. The very notion that we would default on the safest, most respected debt in the world is mind-boggling. The president also ripping into a Republican plan to end all personal income taxes and replace it with a 30% national sales tax. Taxing every item from groceries, gasoline, clothing, supplies, medicine. Even big ticket items like rent and cars. Many polls show Americans reject that idea. And now even House Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying he won't support it. Andy Field, ABC News. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you're like- Seven twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I eighty one in New Milford Borough, State Route twenty nine in Franklin Township, one thousand nine in Thompson Township, ten thirteen in Lanesboro Borough, twenty forty six in Herrick Township, twenty fifty three in Bridgewater Township, and three thousand one in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow out in the area. Windchill has it at 17 degrees. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 and Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. 7.30, you're listening to WMBF. Join Mark. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. New to watch this weekend, Jonah Hill wants to be a part of Eddie Murphy's family in You People. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. 
Yes, I do. The comedy out today on Netflix also stars Lauren London and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, directed by Kenyon Barris. Another rom-com with some big names is Maybe I Do. Where the hell's Ring? Yeah. Richard Gere, Diane Keaton, Susan Sarandon, Emma Roberts, and more in the film about love and commitment. That's in limited release. And two horror movies opening wide in theaters, Infinity Pool and Fear, though neither is expected to light up the box office. New today on streaming, a comedy about grief. I have resting dead wife face. Shrinking stars Jason Siegel as a psychiatrist trying to rebound after tragedy telling me it's the perfect genre for something so heavy. Those are the kinds of weighty issues that should be explored through comedy. Harrison Ford and Jessica Williams also star Shrinking is out today on Apple TV+. And actor and comedian Patton Oswalt is 54 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Welcome to... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WMBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide-open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yeah, yes, they're coming down. Max said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that will be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, age 34 of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete during a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. 
On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotics search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. U.S. Representative George Santos's campaign committee to has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant, who declined the job, said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. 
they're a lot of fun. <laughs> your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Individual Seven forty-two on WMBF. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival Saturday, March twenty-fifth. It's going to be here a lot sooner than you think. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now. Start at sixty dollars for VIP and forty-three dollars for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. We've also teamed up with Fox Forty for the Clubhouse Card. This is your opportunity to play thirty of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. And Binghamton Pond Festival continues this weekend at Shenango Valley State Park. It is the USA Hockey-sanctioned youth weekend. So tomorrow, Saturday at 4 p.m., if you have a kid who wants to try hockey for free, well, head on down to Binghamton Pond Fest. They can do that tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Then Pond Fest continues next weekend with the Adult Outdoor 4 vs. 4 Tournament. Some more hockey trivia. A trail and snowshoe race at 3 p.m. next Saturday, and then a fireworks show, 6.30 next Saturday. A fireworks show in the winter is going to be interesting. Never seen that before. As maybe on New Year's Eve, but I've never actually been in person for a fireworks show on New Year's Eve. You know, you see it on television. I'm not going to go outside for that. It's cold outside. It's January. a horrible experience with fireworks too i remember one july 4th i grew up in a beach town so when it was july 4th everybody went down to the beach and everybody was lighting off fireworks in the sand and one person failed to properly secure their box of fireworks a very large box of fireworks they failed to properly secure it in the sand and it ended up tipping over and shooting not into the water but back at the beach so everybody obviously goes running and People are hiding in strangers' houses, and there were, it must have been like 20 more fireworks that had gone off and just flew right past all of us, uh, set tents on fire. People have tents on those, those nice houses that were right on the beach. People had tents, had parties going, little barbecues, and just fireworks flying all over the place, making a mess of everything, sending the, the kids. I guess I was maybe 15 or 16 at the time. Yeah, sent us all sprinting for cover into strangers' homes. Wasn't great, but I am sure that the fireworks show presented by Visions Federal Credit Union at 6.30 next Saturday will go off without a hitch. They're professionals. They know what they're doing. 7.45, you're listening to WMBF. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. 
My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 7.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like patching and side dozing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 18 degrees. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 8 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, chance of snow 30%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely becoming all rain after 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, slight chance of rain and snow showers before midnight, and a slight chance of snow showers between midnight and 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. 749, you're listening to WMBF. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. First, this is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. 
from ABC News, Tech Trends, The Boat Show docked in Manhattan this week, and we're talking the latest in seafaring technology. We're seeing a lot of new technology come on board to make boating even more accessible and exciting than ever. Carrie Wable is the spokesperson for the Discover Boating New York Boat Show. She says boating is more popular than ever. We've seen more than 800,000 first-time boat buyers come on board in the United States since 2020. All those new captains demand the latest tech. Some of the personal watercraft, which many people know as a jet ski or a wave runner, those have touch screens and awesome stereo systems and things that you would never expect to find, you know, when you just hop aboard and go out on the water. And if a jet ski is a little too small for you. We do have some electric boat technology here at the show, and you're going to start to see that at boat shows around the country. Though electric boats aren't as far along as electric cars. After all, we don't have charging stations out in the middle of the ocean. At the boat show with Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Join the This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bey scored 25 points in the Detroit Pistons, won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130-122. Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team, playing the second night of a back-to-back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018 ending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 points, his fifth straight game with 30 or more. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, seven assists, and a game-ending blocked shot for New York, which has won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and five rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum, who was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season prior to tip-off, finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. Knicks and Nets play against each other this weekend, Saturday at 5.30. The Knicks currently sitting at 7th in the Eastern Conference, the Nets sitting in 4th. Some hockey action. Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his point streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists, and Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg, and Connor Hellybuck made 33 saves. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal Thursday for the 28-year-old who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. 
Harper skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and, and have allowed the third fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in 174 career NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news. The New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring Thursday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as the head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021 with Rodgers as the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. And a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the Bills hadn't announced the move yet. ESPN first reported the firing. Salgado just completed his sixth season with Buffalo and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills' season ended Sunday, with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Some racing news. Bob Baffert can once again enter horses at New York's major tracks. The Hall of Fame trainer's one-year ban by the New York Racing Association has ended, allowing him to enter horses as soon as yesterday. Baffert was suspended in June for repeated medication violations, although none of them occurred in New York. He was barred from Aqueduct, Belmont, and Saratoga racetracks. Baffert doesn't typically run horses this time of year in New York. He targets the biggest stakes races at Belmont in the spring and Saratoga in the summer. In some other sports news, LeBron James is closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA career scoring record, and now he's caught Abdul-Jabbar on another page of the All-Star record book. James was announced Thursday as an NBA All-Star for the 19th time, the Lakers star tying Abdul-Jabbar for the most selections in league history. James was the leading overall vote-getter and will be captain of one of the teams for the February 19th All-Star Game in Salt Lake City. Eastern Conference voting leader Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks will captain the other side. 759, you're listening to WMBF. Join. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WNBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. 
Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yeah, yes, they're coming down. Mack said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that will be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, age 34, of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete during a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. U.S. Representative George Santos' campaign committee has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. 
It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork, or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant, who declined the job, said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Go on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 812 on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees, some snow and freezing fog in the area. Windchill has it at 17 degrees. Today scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 30%. Tonight chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. 
Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. It's 8.14. You're listening to WMBF. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. I never. Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bay scored 25 points in the Detroit Pistons, won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130 to 122. Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team playing the second night of a back-to-back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018 ending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 for the Nets, his fifth straight game with 30 or more. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the New York Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, seven assists, and a game-ending block shot for New York, which has won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and five rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum, who was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season prior to tip-off, finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. Knicks and Nets play each other this weekend, Saturday at 5.30, Brooklyn hosting the game. Brooklyn is 5-4 against the Atlantic Division, New York 3-6 against division opponents. Some hockey news. Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his point streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists, and Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg, and Connor Hellebuck made 33 saves. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal Thursday for the 28-year-old who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. Harper has skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and 
and have allowed the third fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in 174 NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news. The New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring Thursday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021 with Rodgers as the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. A person familiar with, with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the Bills have not announced the move yet. ESPN reported the firing first. Salgado just completed his sixth season with the Buffalo Bills and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills' season ended Sunday with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Bob Baffert can once again enter horses at New York's major tracks. The Hall of Fame trainer's one-year ban by the New York Racing Association has ended, allowing him to enter horses as soon as this week. Baffert was suspended in June for repeated medication violations, although none of them occurred in New York. He was barred from Aqueduct, Belmont, and Saratoga racetracks. Baffert doesn't typically run horses this time of year in New York. He targets the biggest stakes races at Belmont in the spring and Saratoga in the summer. And LeBron James is closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA career scoring record, and now he's caught Abdul-Jabbar on another page of the All-Star record book. James was announced Thursday as an NBA All-Star for the 19th time, the Los Angeles Lakers star tying Abdul-Jabbar for the most selections in league history. James was the leading overall vote-getter and will be the captain of one of the teams for the February 19th All-Star game in Salt Lake City. Eastern Conference voting leader Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks will captain the other side. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A raft of upbeat economic readings had investors buying on Thursday. The S&P rose 1.1%. The Nasdaq rose one and three quarter percent The Dow Jones posted its fifth consecutive daily advance, adding 205 points to close at 33,949. IBM this week said it's shedding 3,900 jobs. Software company SAP is eliminating 3,000. But layoffs are moving beyond the tech sector. Material science company Dow says it's cutting 2,000 employees globally. 3M is doing away with 2,500 manufacturing positions. Despite the flurry of pink slips, jobless claims fell last week, a sign that the job market remains tight. The Labor Department counted 6,000 fewer initial jobless claims than the week before. And a Chicago woman is suing the makers of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, saying some bottles of the beverage don't contain whiskey at all. Anna Marquez of Chicago says she wants $5 million. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Some, some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. 
It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Did you know? Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Back pain. It's one of the most common chronic issues people complain about as they get older. But it does not have to be that way. You can be proactive and stop back pain before it starts. First things first, you're less likely to have issues with your back if you move more. Just doing little things like taking the stairs, parking at the far end of the parking lot, and getting up to fill a water bottle more often can make a big difference. CNN contributor Dana Santis, who is a strength and conditioning specialist, says when we always use our dominant side to carry bags, to open doors, to hold a leash, to walk the dog, we create patterns of weakness and tension that increase pain and the likelihood of injury. And that's especially true in our backs. So the advice here is to switch it up. Dana also recommends not always sitting on the same side of the couch every night. Why? Because you just want to balance things out. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta helping you live a better life. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. First. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 828 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, and 3001 in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees, could see some snow and freezing fog in the area. Wind chill has it at 17 degrees. Today scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow.
Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. I stopped. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. New to watch this weekend. Jonah Hill wants to be a part of Eddie Murphy's family in You People. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. The comedy out today on Netflix also stars Lauren London and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, directed by Kenyon Barris. Another rom-com with some big names is Maybe I Do. Where the hell's the ring? Yeah. Richard Gere, Diane Keaton, Susan Sarandon, Emma Roberts, and more in the film about love and commitment. That's in limited release. And two horror movies opening wide in theaters, Infinity Pool and Fear, though neither is expected to light up the box office. New today on streaming, a comedy about grief. I have resting dead wife face. Shrinking stars Jason Segel as a psychiatrist trying to rebound after tragedy. Telling me it's the perfect genre for something so heavy. Those are the kinds of weighty issues that should be explored through comedy. Harrison Ford and Jessica Williams also star Shrinking is out today on Apple TV+. And actor and comedian Patton Oswalt is 54 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 27th. You're listening to WMBF. A Broome County businessman is moving forward with a redevelopment plan that will start with removing several abandoned structures in Endwell. Tim Connolly is preparing to remove five or six buildings along East Main Street and Scarborough Drive. Connolly wants to demolish the structure to create a big, wide-open site that would be attractive for future development. One of the buildings to be torn down is a laundromat that was damaged in an arson fire in 1988. The wrecked structure on East Main Street has been boarded up and unused for nearly 35 years. Other nearby buildings are also to be removed. Connolly said some paperwork still must be finalized, but he expects the demolition work will occur this spring. He said that would make five acres available for a future project. Town of Union Supervisor Robert Mack is excited that the eyesores should soon be a thing of the past. He said, yay, yes, they're coming down. Mack said the Town of Union Local Development Corporation will provide $200,000 to support what's expected to be a $300,000 project to prepare the site. 
At this point, Connolly doesn't know what might be developed on the property. He said he'll be looking for the right entity that can grow the corridor along East Main Street. Connolly's company, CEO of First General of Southern New York, now has its offices in a building at the site. It had been home to a series of bars over the past few decades. A nearby building on East Main Street was torn down to make way for a distribution facility that would be used by AutoZone, a car parts retailer. People seeking some sweet treats in Johnson City can look forward to visiting a business that's setting up operations on Main Street in the village. Gabriella Lopiccolo Gregory has been working for months to prepare the site at 265 Main Street. Gabriella's Cakes and Company will provide a storefront location for the business. Lopiccolo Gregory has been operating in the town of Maine in recent years. She's been the pastry chef for Frank's Italian Restaurant, which is owned by her father. Plans call for the retail portion of the Johnson City site to open February 11th for a four-day period around Valentine's Day. The shop is expected to move to regular hours shortly after that. Lopiccolo Gregory said she's received plenty of assistance from her parents as she works to set up the shop. The business will feature cupcakes, specialty desserts, and grab-and-go cakes. Coffee and some specialty drinks will also be available. The shop will be located at Main and North Broad Streets. The location is across the street from the former Red Robin Diner. In Broome County Court, Kyle Babala, aged 34, of Johnson City, entered a plea of guilty to murder in the second degree. Babala admitted that on the 31st of December 2021, he intentionally killed Scott Groover by striking him numerous times with a machete during a dispute at 330 Floral Avenue in the village of Johnson City. Babala, who had no prior criminal history in New York, will be sentenced to 20 years to life in New York State Prison on April 26th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said this was an inexplicable senseless act of violence. By avoiding a trial, we hope that there could be some closure for the victim's family. Our thoughts are with them today. On Wednesday, January 25th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 111 Oak Street Apartment 4, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located a defaced RG Industries 22 long-range revolver, approximately 40 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 26 grams of fentanyl, approximately 25 grams of methamphetamine, approximately 5,500 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. As a result of the investigation, Andrew Bethune was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in a 2017 rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Saipov guilty on Thursday. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group. The jury announced its verdict in a Manhattan courtroom just a few blocks from where Saipov's attack ended. The jury will return to court no earlier than February 6th to hear more evidence to help decide whether Saipov should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. U.S. Representative George Santos's campaign committee has told federal regulators it hired a new treasurer amid lingering questions about the source of his wealth and irregularities in the committee's financial reports. But the man Santos supposedly hired says he actually turned the job down. It wasn't immediately clear whether the committee made an error listing a new treasurer on Federal Election Commission paperwork or if it was another lie by a congressman caught fabricating many elements of his life story. The accountant, who declined the job, said through a lawyer that there appeared to be some sort of miscommunication. 
The National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. The Archives sent a letter Thursday to the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the present to ensure compliance on the issue of compliance with the Presidential Records Act which states that any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m., Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, showers likely before 8 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. I'm Mark. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, if you caught it in the newscast, National Archives has asked former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in their possession after they left office. I mean, how did we get to this point? Well, the National Archives is just asking former presidents and vice presidents, like, all right, we've, we've done this three times now, so if there's anything lying around, we're just letting you all know you should give them back to us before we find out that, that, that there's anything lying around. It's insane. It's just the latest in a string of news stories that really makes me scratch my head and wonder, like, what, what is going on? And everything with George Santos, of course. I have a particular interest in George Santos, not just because his entire life is a fabrication, but because he represents my hometown. So I'm not a huge fan of finding out that pretty much everything that George Santos has said about himself has been proven to be a lie so far. That's not great. I don't like living like this. It's 844. You're listening to WMBF.
847 on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. What's up, Preston? Not much. How are you, James? Oh, pretty good so far. Getting ready for the weekend. I hear you. So am I. So what do you got for us today? Yeah, sure. So I want to take a couple minutes and talk about what Broom Tioga Workforce can offer. Uh, we have several services that are free of charge. This includes resume building, interviewing techniques, job search strategies, and more. We offer several computers at our center that you can use to do your work search, print out resumes, and apply for jobs. We also have fax machines that you can utilize to help you in your work search efforts. You can create your own resume by using our Resume Builder Winway, which is a really great program. Uh, the program steps you through it one by one, how to build your own resume. Uh, so it's a great tool to use. Or you can actually schedule an appointment to meet with one of our counselors that could help you create a resume and help you with your job search strategies. Um, we also offer walk-ins as well. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4 p.m. If you'd like to come in, we, we do walk-ins every day. Um, depending upon availability, a counselor could be ready and uh, available right then and there. Or you can schedule an appointment to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with a counselor. We also have training funds that you may be eligible fund for. These funds can get you up to $3,000 and can be used to fund programs approved by New York State. So we offer a lot of resources for people in the area, and we have a lot of available resources that are at people's fingertips as well. Yeah, it's nice to just know that when you're just starting that job search, you don't really know where to go. Now you do. You got all the resources you could possibly need right at Broom Tioga Workforce. Absolutely. All right. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too. Have a great weekend. I was Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. First. Eight fifty one on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I eighty one in New Milford Borough, State Route twenty nine in Franklin Township, one thousand nine in Thompson Township, ten thirteen in Lanesboro Borough, twenty forty six in Herrick Township, twenty fifty three in Bridgewater Township, and three thousand one in Auburn Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees, some snow and freezing fog in the area. Windchill has it at 17 degrees. Today, scattered snow showers mainly before 9 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 34 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, a slight chance of snow showers before 9 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 31 degrees. And Sunday, rain and snow showers likely after 8 a.m., becoming all rain showers after 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, 60% chance of rain. Sunday night, rain and snow showers likely before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 60% chance of rain. It's 52 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Microsoft plans to lay off thousands of workers this year, all while the company invests more than $10 billion into ChatGPT. 
I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Safe. Get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interruptive monitoring at simplysafekim.com. If you've used ChatGPT, you know what it does. The AI chatbot writes letters, debugs code, answers any question you might have, and more. It's incredible. Once it improves, more tasks will be thrown its way. Just like cars ran down the horse and buggy in the early 20th century, AI well displaced workers everywhere. Top industries at risk, publishing, graphic design, and software programming. It sounds scary, but people always adapt to new tech. I mean, think about this. When the horse and buggy vanished, we had truck drivers and cabbies. There's a lot of room for AI to improve, and with it comes new opportunities. Microsoft may lay off to invest in ChatGPT, but a human will always be needed to monitor the AI. You can learn more about ChatGPT at my website. That's commando.com. Are you prepared for the unexpected? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing thousands. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? You can be with a plan through CarShield. When I needed a repair on an older vehicle, CarShield saved me over $4,000. With CarShield, I don't have to worry about what might happen to my car next. After all, your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are an essential part of our lives. That's why CarShield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. Call now to save 20%, so you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call CarShield today at 800-858-2550 to save 20%, or visit carshield.com slash Kim. That's 800-858-2550, or visit carshield.com slash Kim to save 20%. If you're like... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Sadiq Bey scored 25 points and the Detroit Pistons won in Brooklyn for the first time in nearly five years, beating the Nets 130-122. Alec Burks added 20 for the Pistons, who snapped a four-game losing streak and were playing for the first time since giving up 150 points in a loss to Milwaukee on Monday. They took advantage of a shorthanded Nets team playing the second night of a back-to-back to win at Barclays Center for the first time since April 1st, 2018, ending a six-game skid. They had lost seven in a row overall to the Nets. Kyrie Irving scored 40 points for the Nets, his fifth straight with 30 or more. Julius Randle had 37 points and nine rebounds and hit the free throws that gave the New York Knicks the lead for good in a 120-117 overtime victory over the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brunson added 29 points, seven assists, and a game-ending block shot for New York, which has won two straight. Emmanuel quickly finished with 17 points and five rebounds. Boston's Jalen Brown had a chance to put the Celtics ahead with 7.6 seconds remaining, but misfired on two free throws, forcing the Celtics to foul. Jason Tatum, who was voted an All-Star Game starter for the third consecutive season prior to tip-off, finished with 35 points and 14 rebounds. Knicks and Nets play each other this weekend, Saturday at 5.30. The Nets right now sitting at 4th in the Eastern Conference, the Knicks at 7th, and the Nets are 5-4 against the Atlantic Division, New York 3-6 and six against division opponents. Some hockey action, Tage Thompson had a goal and an assist, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 on Thursday night for their fifth straight victory. Thompson scored his 34th goal of the season and stretched his point streak to six games. He has three goals and seven assists during the streak. Owen Power and Victor Olofsson also scored for the Sabres. Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Dalen each had a pair of assists, and Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. 
Nate Schmidt and Pierre-Luc Dubois scored for Winnipeg, and Connor Heliobuck made 33 saves. The New York Rangers have agreed to terms with defenseman Ben Harper on a two-year contract extension through the 2024-2025 season. General Manager Chris Drury announced the deal yesterday for the 28-year-old who started the season in the AHL with Hartford. Harper skated in 18 games for the Rangers with one goal and two assists. Since he made his debut on December 15th, the Rangers are 11-4-3 and have allowed the third-fewest goals against per game at 2.33. The Hamilton, Ontario native has two goals and 16 assists in 174 career NHL games with the Rangers, Predators, and Senators. Some football news. The New York Jets have hired former Denver Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. The team announced the hiring yesterday of the 43-year-old Hackett, who replaces Mike LaFleur. Hackett went 4-11 in less than one season as head coach of the Broncos. His arrival will fuel some speculation about whether the Jets could pursue Aaron Rodgers, whose playing future is uncertain. Hackett served as the Packers' offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2021 with Rodgers as the quarterback. The Jets also announced that Keith Carter was hired as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator. And a person with direct knowledge of the decision tells the Associated Press that the Buffalo Bills have fired safeties coach Jim Salgado. The person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the Bills hadn't announced the move yet. ESPN first reported the firing. Salgado just completed his sixth season with Buffalo and his first coaching safeties. He broke in with the team as a defensive assistant in 2017 before being promoted to overseeing the nickel cornerback position in 2020. Salgado's firing comes days after the Bills season ended with a 27-10 loss to Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. 8:59. you're listening to WMBF. Jordan Mark. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out the final hour of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show coming up next, but up first, ABC News.